This past week, I was on the John Batchelor Show. It's always a pleasure to be with John. He's got a great podcast, covers news all over the globe, and pays close attention to what's happening in California. Enjoy. This is Friends of History Debating Society. I'm John Batchelor, Californian Devin Nunes, podcaster Devin Nunes, author Devin Nunes, Countdown to Socialism, now Congressman Devin Nunes, representing the 22nd District of California, the San Joaquin Valley, headed back to Washington for what might be another week of remarks by the Speaker of the House pending the infrastructure bill that is a bipartisan decision by the Republicans in the Senate and the Democrats in the Senate waiting for approval in the Democratic-dominated House. However, I cannot explain why it's not going to move straightforwardly. I can just say that as of last week, the Biden agenda was momentarily parked again on the side of the road while Mr. Biden went overseas for the G20 meeting and now the meeting in COP26, the climate crisis in Glasgow, Scotland. However, Congressman Devin Nunes is headed back to Washington. What do you expect, Congressman, of the Biden agenda, of these votes that have not taken, not been taken? Nancy Pelosi controls the agenda in the House uh, in the Senate, Mr. Schumer is the majority leader, and yet we we continue to hear the White House saying, we're almost there. I believe Mr. Schumer used the metaphor last week of within arm's reach. What is your opinion of what is delaying the infrastructure bill? Let's start with that piece. Why has not Nancy Pelosi moved to the floor? Well, John, remember about a week ago on your show when we talked about this, we talked about it being the Halloween surprise. All of a sudden, they announced, we're, we're going to get a deal. And then they worked all last week to supposedly get a deal, and we joked, is this, this is going to be the big Halloween? Is it going to be trick or treat? Well, it ended up being a trick. It hasn't come through, even though the fake news bought it all. They promoted it out there. They did everything they could to give Biden cover. Uh, to come in and say, hey, we got a deal, we got a deal, we got a deal. If you say it enough, eventually it becomes true. And a lot of people bought that there was some deal until Biden went to Congress. And uh, from at least the, the fake news reports we get, uh, the left wing and the communists were very unimpressed by Biden. Um, my guess is, like a lot of people who have, who have been with him recently, he's like a, a doddering old old man who doesn't know what's going on. And I'm sure that's what happened. I think people saw that. Uh, nobody knows what was in the plan. Nobody knows the deal. When you start to hear pieces of the deal, all those pieces seem to be absolutely crazy, whether it's giving the IR, doubling the size of the IRS and allowing them to spy on your bank account. So if the government wants to target you, they could go in and look at all of your expenses down to $600 that banks are going to be required to report. So that blew up in their face, and then they talked about wanting to tax all the billionaires, which I thought was funny because 95% of the billionaires are essentially either all their buddies or those billionaires are afraid and they give them money. And essentially it was just a confiscation of wealth. I saw something, you know, I don't know if it's true or not, but saw a report where if this path that Elon Musk, one of the wealthiest men in the world, would have to pay somewhere around $50 billion in taxes on money that he doesn't even have, he would have to just like sell stock that he owns. So another harebrained idea looks good on paper. Hey, just take from the rich. Well, there's always those secondary and third effects down the road. Can you imagine if, if Bezos had to unload part of his 
billion dollar, whatever he's worth fortune, and Musk and all these guys. Can you imagine? Well, who's going to buy all these stocks, John? Where, who's going to? Where, where does it come from? They just throw it out just because the stock market said. If all of a sudden there's more sellers than buyers, it's basic economics 101. What happens when there's more sellers than there are buyers? The price goes down. So then all of a sudden, all of the middle class and all, all the people who have retirement programs, guess what? Stock market crashes. So all of these ideas, none of it adds up. They've got grand plans. Uh, the fake news runs with the narrative that they give them to run. Hey, we've got a deal. Trick or treat. Well, it was definitely a trick. And they sent uh, Biden off to Europe uh, to meet with, with the climate cult. Uh, and then I heard there, John, that Biden wasn't even in one of the pictures. So we're kind of a little confused as to where where is Biden? We don't know where Vice President Harris is. Uh, now we don't even know where Biden He's off somewhere in Europe, but he didn't show up for a picture, I guess, in uh, in Rome. And your expectation about taxes. Uh, the Biden agenda is confusing enough because they keep moving pieces in and out of it. It's one year, it's five years, it's 10 years, but paying for it. My understanding is that it's a necessity when you pass a piece of legislation, you demonstrate the revenue. The re proposals last week were serial and puzzling. There was one proposal that we were going after 700 billionaires. There was another proposal that we were going after companies that earn X for X amount of time or Y amount of time. And then there was another proposal, and I get confused, having to do with punishing companies or, well, let's put it this way, exacting a tax for from companies that buy back their stock. These were all tumbled in front of us, uh, but there was no one version. You in the Republican caucus, are you given to understand what it is that they're voting on, or do they leave you out of this conversation? Well, you bring up a very good, an, an important point, and let me unpack this for the listeners here. So, so we have long had, in the United States Congress, of course, when Republicans are in control, the, the Republicans and the base, they hate the filibuster. When the Democrats are in control, the Republicans love the filibuster. And, of course, the Democrats hate the filibuster. But what they use in order to get around that 60-vote threshold is a process called budget reconciliation. And that's what you were referring to, John. So they can't – it's a 1974 act that, that, that governs the Congress – and under that, you can you can pass something with only 50 votes plus one, but to your point, it has to be paid for. So we have something called the Congressional Budget Office, which is supposed to be nonpartisan. It's mostly partisan, but you know they have to have some semblance of reality. So what the Democrats are doing, they're taking every harebane pay for that I was describing some of them earlier that they've ever concocted that they have a score for from the, con the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office that they can use these, these plans, these tax hikes, in order to pay for their spending. So typically this – now that – remember, keep in mind the budget reconciliation bill was supposed to be geared towards very small uh, changes to the tax code – in order to ensure that the the, the whatever bill is moving is actually paid for. So traditionally, like we used it very simple just to change the tax code. We had, so when I say we, Trump and the Republicans when we controlled Congress in 17 and 18 with Trump as the president, we used this to do some very simple things. We said, okay, we have 
companies that are fleeing overseas, we got to do something to make sure that these big corporations stay in the United States. Uh, we needed to make it simpler for small business and entrepreneurs to not have a complicated tax code where if you buy a forklift, it depreciates over five years. If you plant a certain type of tree, it's seven years. If you buy, if you do some certain modifications to your uh, for, to your manufacturing facility, it might be nine years. It was totally nuts. So we stripped all that out. We had full expensing. We said we're going to get the government out of that business. Well, we had to make sure as we as we lowered all those taxes and did all this that at the end of the day we were going to bring in more revenue. Uh, than we were going to spend on making these changes. And, of course, that happened. We brought in record revenue up until the pandemic. So we were never bringing in more money than like we did after the Trump tax cuts. And we were bringing in more money, and we were creating more jobs than we've ever seen in the history of this country. More people at every socioeconomic level uh, were employed than ever before in, in modern history. So – I went through that long explanation, John. So these guys are doing actually the opposite. What they're trying to do is they're trying to play, use a bunch of gimmicks to, play, to pay for their cults. So I told you that Biden's off, in, uh, off playing the climate cult, you know, worshiping the global warming gods. Well, they want to reward people. They want to tax energy that we currently use today and reward electric cars and, and all the nonsense that they claim is going to save the save the earth with this huge crisis that they claim we have. But meanwhile, the big polluter, China, is laughing literally all the way to the bank. They said, screw you, we're not going. Then Putin, one of the big energy suppliers in the world, says, screw you, we're not going. So two of the biggest players that also happen to have nuclear weapons basically said, hey, you guys can all have fun there in Rome and Scotland, and you can talk about global warming all you want. And they're laughing because they don't care. They're going to keep doing polluting all, all they want. They're going to keep building nuclear power plants, shipping, drilling for gas, drilling for oil, locating minerals. And the dumbasses, pardon my, pardon my French there, John, I know you like to keep your show family friendly, but this is really what the Chinese and Russians think. If you want to buy the windmills that we're going to produce and buy the solar panels that we're going to produce, have at it. We'll get rich. We'll become the world's largest economy. We'll become the world's reserve currency. And meanwhile, I've described it as, as as Rome burns. So all these fools are in Rome. Rome's burning. The world's on fire, on, in some cases literally on fire, like in, in California, or with the shipping problems and the ships backing up or the migrants crossing the border, whatever it may be. The world is on fire. And while Rome burns, Biden and Harris, the Democrats, are fiddling. And because – there's there's a lack of clarity about how they're going to pay for it and what they're going to pay for. The expectation now is unpredictable. Is that correct? I mean, there is no calendar where there will be a vote and this could continue a week or it could continue into the new year. Is that I'm well, trying well, to they, imagine? They really that. seem hellbent on three areas. One is they desperately want to double the IRS. Right, allow government bureaucrats that they control and they will always control to be able to go into every American's bank account and spy. They want to; they're hell bent to do that. The Congressional Budget Office claims that that raises some, you know, five hundred billion dollars that they can use then to reward their their climate cult buddies. So that one they seem hell bent to do. Um, it's a very dangerous, very slippery slope. The American people still don't, I think, have an understanding of what that pay for would be. The second one that they'll do 
is tax all the energy producers. Anybody who's burning fossil fuels, they'll tax that. And that, that they seem to have agreement on because at the end of the day, people get their bills. They go to the gas pump. A lot of people, stupidly, they blame who? They blame, oh, let's blame this must be the big oil companies because that's what the Democrats and the propaganda media and the social media companies tell people. So they go, Chevron, put their pump in the ass. Oh, my God, Chevron must be getting rich. Let's, let's blame the oil companies, but never looking what is really going on, which are the Democrat communists in Congress are stopping gas lines from being built, oils, oil from being drilled, imports from, from coming in. That's, so essentially they're, they're, they're able to hide that, so it'll be tax the energy companies. And then, of course, it's tax the billionaires, which is another thing they want to do. It's just ironically, the billionaires are all their buddies. And including, you know, Zuckerberg, who financed their vote harvesting operation to the tune of some $500 million in the 2020 campaign, massive corruption. So those are kind of the ones where they're focusing right now is how do we send the IRS after the average American? How do we tax the hell out of the energy companies that we don't like? And how do we go after and confiscate uh, money from the billionaires? But the reality is, John, none of that is going to raise the type of money that they that they want to raise it may raise it on raise it on paper which is why they're gaming the system with this congressional budget office that they control and that's what they're counting on but you know right now um they're still they still don't have the votes and we'll see if they can get them this week congressman devin nunes podcaster devin nunes californian devin nunes and author devin nunes author of countdown to socialism this is friends of history debating society i'm john bachelor 